What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 258 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with LJ Lowry. What up? And Shelly Nolan. Hello! This week, we're geeking out about E3, the future of Hollywood, and <clears throat> the Powerpuff Girls. That's terrible. That was so bad, it's fine. We're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought I could do it. Uh, there's only one. We'll talk about it in a little bit. Uh, first, let's just get into the the games we've been playing. Uh, go ahead, LJ. Yeah, um, I've been playing more Outriders, which has been fun. I finally started playing that a bit more. You can check out Joe's review that got published on the website today if you're interested. Uh, that's the game that came to Game Pass uh, very recently, uh, published by Square Enix, the shooter. And uh, it's fun. I played a lot with my brother. Um, still rocking the trickster class. And uh, I've been told it's a lot like Destiny. How would you compare it? Uh, it's less like sh- it's got so it's weird because it's like a shared world format kind of. Like they got like the the hub areas. Uh, I would say it's more like a mix between like Mass Effect and the Division gameplay wise. Um, okay. It, it's a third person shooter. There's cover. Um, you do have super cool abilities, kind of like you would in Destiny. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, available on Game Pass for Xbox, not Game Pass PC. But, um, hmm. yeah. So, um, the other one I've also been playing, I've actually gotten back into it, is the Avengers game. And uh, Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so ah. I actually... Um, I got rid of my copy when, uh, whenever I traded in my old Xbox, but I grabbed it again because it was on sale, and there's new Kate Bishop and Hawkeye content that uh, I had never played before, too, and it's one of those things, it's like, we don't have a lot of options as far as, like, Marvel, like, team-based stuff, and I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna grab this again, and, uh, it's been super cool. Kate Bishop is a really fun character, um... Has the game evolved much since you last played? Uh, not really, like, as far as, like, it, it's still kind of the same, but, uh, I am playing on Series S, which is, the graphics and just everything about it, it's such a better looking and running game than it was before. Uh, I'm sure patches have contributed to that as well, like, I'm sure they've definitely, like, fixed some things since then, but I think I'm just happy to have more content to play, because at some point I just got bored. Because uh, there wasn't yeah. a lot of locations and there wasn't a lot more stuff to do, though it was one of those things where it's like you know if I if I'm watching a Marvel show or a movie, it's like oh I can totally go and play this and just destroy some bad guys for a minute. Um, but uh, Kate Bishop is cool. She's voiced by uh, I think is it Ashley Birch the 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 woman oh. that voices Aloy. Yes. Yes. Birch. Yeah. She. Uh, She's great. Her dialogue is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this part where you're going through this elevator and this like mad scientist is talking to you and he's like, you know, you're going to die and all this stuff. She's like, die? She's like, I'm too cute to die, baby. And I'm like, oh, that's so, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, that's such an awesome line. Uh, she's she's very much uh, like you could tell she's she's like Hawkeye uh, a, a lot, like just as far as her character and stuff. And she's very snarky and very funny, very quick witted with her humor. Um, 
So cool. she's very cool. I haven't got to the Hawkeye stuff yet, but his his stuff is pretty cool um, because um, it's like it's part of this like alternate like timeline in the future, and apparently Maestro, which is a version of the Hulk. Uh, mm-hmm. Shows up at one point. They show that in the in like the trailers for the expansion, so that's not spoiling. Oh man, um, I want Maestro to be a new like an MCU villain at some point. I think that would be redeeming for Hulk because I I think they've done Hulk dirty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Um, so I'm looking forward. Cool thing to see. I'm looking forward Go. to playing that. Um, and I it gives me hope for the future because they've announced that the Black Panther stuff is coming later this year, I believe. And so uh, these other pieces of content, they act as, like, chapters that further the story um, of the original game. So apparently this Black Panther content is going to be, like, a big expansion, almost like a like a Taken King kind of thing, it sounds like. So uh, there was a point where I kind of ragged on this game just for a lot of the stuff and the dumb decisions they were doing. But I'm like, you know what? This I'm like, if they keep up with this and they do things the right way and don't like mess things up like it it's going to be a game that i think can stick around if uh you know if they just keep putting out content and and all that so it's fun awesome yeah what are you playing shelly um i haven't really been playing anything new i'm still playing three houses but i finally got to the point in my route where it's um past the time skip so finally i'm seeing stuff i haven't seen before so that's really exciting Mm. um i still think there's some sort of battles that are very similar throughout all the runs um all the different playthroughs but um it's still like the dialogue and like things that kind of happen are different so that's really exciting um it's kind of really a push to get through that beginning part uh if you play more than one playthrough like it's super fun for your first time doing it but if you get to a point where like okay i want to like do you know golden deer this time i want to do black eagles this time then like you still kind of have to sit like through essentially Mm -hmm. half the game so but it's fine like i i still love the game and um it's still very fun all my units are pretty overpowered so that's (laughs) awesome um Still streaming Amori every Tuesday. That game is just super cool. Um, it finally got to the point where it's it's dark again. <laughs> um, it really it switches on and off. I like a light bulb, I guess, which is like one of the, I guess, icons is a light bulb. Um, but super cool. It's really funny because I was uh, not last week. Whenever we had Serena on, um, I was talking about it. And she's like, oh, that sounds that sounds cool. And like, she watched me stream the next week. She's like, you made it seem like it was going to be all dark. You didn't really, I didn't know how like fun and cool it was going to be. I'm just like, yeah, it is really fun and cool. At the moment. And then this last one. Yeah. At the moment. Exactly. <laughs> then the last one. It's like, Oh, back to reality. Oh shoot. <laughs> um, still such a cool game. I really genuinely do not know how far I am in the game. Like I feel like I usually have some sort of idea with games like this and I really just don't. It's like there could be a ton more or there may not be that much more left. So I guess if you want to keep watching me do that, please, please join me because it's a spoopy game sometimes. (laughs) Um, And I'm still playing Smash just because that's me, but um, I'm not really playing anything else. So. Cool. Right on. Well, I have not uh, played anything, so we can get into the news. Go for it, LJ. Okie dokie. Um... This first piece is possibly the, as of 
we're, when we're recording this, probably some of the, like, the newest stuff um, that's come out today. Uh, so, uh, there's been some stuff that's going around about the new Bioshock game that's in development. We've already known that one is in development. But uh, mm-hmm. there looks like they're hiring a, a writer, like a senior writer, for an open world setting. Um, so my question is whether like it's like going to be like full open world or more like a, an immersive sim like Dishonored or Prey or, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that like has, it's kind of linear, but usually like with locations that you can travel between and stuff like that so right i think people are asking right now like wh- okay what's the extent of the open world kind of a thing so um like because all of the games have been pretty linear uh so mm-hmm. yeah it'll be interesting to see and and what location as well a lot of people are saying like oh they should totally go up to space now you've been underwater you've been in the sky like space should be the next the next thing so uh who knows yeah yeah. They would be all caves. Oh, the underground thing. Yeah, they could. I mean, Metro, Metro, uh, Last Light, and all that that series, like, I think is mostly underground. So yeah, they could they could do something like that hmm. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I I just kind of wanted to mention that because these next pieces are pretty big. E3 mm-hmm. has officially been announced by the ESA. But it's not going to be something we can go to. It's going to be yeah. a digital presentation. Which has been rumored for quite a while. Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there was something cooking um, for a while. But uh, the ESA has finally announced it. And uh, we are going to have Microsoft and Nintendo, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they have um, announced the third parties that are going to be there. Coach Media, who owns uh, Deep Silver... Um, and THQ Nordic, I believe. Uh, Warner Brothers, Ubisoft, uh, Konami, which is weird because they're not really making games anymore, really. Um, Maybe they are now. Yeah, I hope I hope so. That'd be cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so there's just a, a bunch of like third parties and stuff that kind of the usual third parties we see at at this mm-hmm. thing. But uh, also, I guess unsurprising is that Sony is has not said that they were going to be a part of it either. But uh, that Which, could like, be... I think it's just a mistake. Like, <laughs> I understand they're doing their own thing, but... Yeah. I don't know. Like, you, it seems like you're separating yourself from the rest of the entire gaming community. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, th- potentially they could do something, like, around that. Like, the same week or maybe a week after. I, I don't know. Right. Um, but it amazes me because they dropped out of it like a couple years ago, and it's like, okay, so you're sticking to that? Like, I, I, I don't know. It's, yeah. Like, still? It doesn't make I, sense. My thing is, I read an article recently about, um, I believe it was IGN, I'm not for sure, about yeah. like the, their focus on blockbuster video games. Oh, and, yes, yes. And how they're just like, we got to go, you know, these huge, expensive, crazy, awesome games, and they're wonderful, uh, but it almost seems like they're trying to turn the console into like that's it you know Mm. um like that's all it has to offer and i think that in the long run that's gonna hurt them um if they're just kind of we're separate and we do these big blockbuster games and that's all we do Uh, yeah 
yeah, I think Nintendo, that's kind of the weakness, was the other way around. It was like, we do these fun, silly games, really, in the, like, the Wii era. Um, with the Switch, they've kind of had to correct that and be like, well, no, we do other games, too. Um, they were just kind of known for their, their kid and family-friendly games for the longest time. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's exciting E3 is coming back because, like, everything is so, like, instead of being so scattered like it was last year, or we're still going to have that week to look forward to that week of news and a lot of big stuff. So yeah. I, I think it's exciting. We have something to look forward to again, instead of seeing everyone here, we watch I'm, them anyways I'm through big the... hype. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be one of those, I think that's still going to take place across a couple days like it did before. I mean, nothing really changes for us since we watched it all anyway. Right. Uh, that's, it's going to be like that for most people. It's still going to feel familiar. Apparently some of it is going to be live. Some of it is going to be like, showcase presentations and stuff like that so yeah i I think it'll it's just exciting to have the spirit of it back so kind of a sign of kind of like hope that we can kind of get through this and maybe have a real e3 next year yeah (laughs) yeah yep i do hope like dc did their really cool comic book thing uh, but it felt very made for live like google hangout type stuff yeah Uh, i do hope that this feels more like an actual e3 that we usually watch streamed mm-hmm. um, I, yeah without the audiences and stuff it's gonna be kind of hard to replicate that but um i don't know i just feel like i i hope it's not as google hangout looking i guess right right i, I really loved dc fandom though that was that was a, such a cool it was cool last year it was awesome i just wish it was more polished was all right uh so the stuff you were talking about with sony um uh, talking about their blockbuster focus i feel like oh yeah it comes out around not only this, but the whole like Game Pass talk with MLB. Um, this third piece of news is related to a Bloomberg report that Jason Schreier put out in regards to a pitch for Days Gone 2 being uh, denied and mm-hmm. some stuff going on with a Last of Us PS5 remake like of the first game. Which that apparently nobody wants. Nobody wants. Like the PS3. It does not make sense. Yeah. So the PS3, PS4 game, it's it's perfectly fine. You can literally just download mm-hmm. the first one from your PS4 or PS5 like right now and just. Aren't they it. also making a show? Like yes. I understand yeah. people really like The Last of Us and they liked it enough to make a second one. And I know that a lot of people love The Last of Us too as well, and that's great. Yeah. But why do we also need? You know, and I guess for me, I'm like, I don't even think we need a show as well, but like, there's going to be a show that's already happening, but why a remake on top of that? Why remake on top of that when there's so many other games out there that so many people love that are not getting remade, that deserve it way more, simply because they're older and they could use, they could use the facelift, right? Mm. It just Mm -hmm. literally doesn't make any sense to me. Makes zero sense. It's like, at that point, they're literally just trying to milk the cow the cash cow yeah like that's the only thing been towards I think the is, end of this console yeah. i think it would have made a little more sense mm. yeah uh, but like the console just started up and like you said like the ps4 version a lot of people had just started playing that um when last of us 2 came out or mm-hmm. you know for me i was like because it was on ps plus um and it's like that game a lot of people just experienced that game for the first time right uh, six months ago so it's just, it's a weird choice. Even you very recently, right? Like, in the last yeah. two years, you played through it. Yeah, about six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has it been? It might have been longer than that now. I, I, I guess it's it has been, been quite a while. It's been at least a couple of years, I think. But still, that's, like, still, yeah. that's fresh. 
COVID is like, yeah, it feels like it was just yesterday. <laughs> COVID makes, like, the last year didn't happen, I guess. Yeah, it's like two uh, years. No, you are right. It's been a couple years now. Um, yeah. But again, it, I, it feels like it just, I just experienced that mm-hmm. um, fairly recently. And sort of, like I said, if it would have been a PS5, like, towards the end of its life cycle, I think that would have yeah. made a little more sense. People may have forgotten about it a little bit. Yeah. But. Um, I, I feel like the, the and, and the drama isn't necessarily that, like, this remake is happening it's uh that um they have a smaller team that was going to be doing um i think and re- so they passed on a, an uncharted one remake which to me that would make more sense is to remake the original uncharted. that would have been cool because uh, that one's much older that was a ps3 launch game um uh, but then uh, there was stuff about uh that team getting pulled off of off of that, and then also Sony Bend, who made Days Gone 2, or who was going to make Days Gone 2, they pitched that, and that got uh, rejected, supposedly. But uh, Sony Bend got pulled off of, uh, pulled from that to uh, to help with this remake and stuff like that. So it's like all of this, it, it's all this weird like shifting of these smaller studios that doesn't make sense. And so I think that's where that discussion comes from about their big blockbusters, and it's like, why are they? Why aren't they like looking at what Xbox is doing and saying, "Oh, we need to do that," you know? Or yeah. you know, why yeah. are they focusing so hard on these big blockbusters? Which that's what they're good at. But now it seems like they're leaning too hard to a lot of people. So mm-hmm. yeah, like I think you should definitely do something different from your competition. Obviously, yeah, uh, yeah. and you know, God of War, Last of Us, those are all all our amazing games they should definitely like keep doing those kind of things yeah um besides the remake because i don't agree with it but um <laughs> yes agree <laughs> new original things like that are really cool or reimaginings yeah uh like god of war was was ridiculously mm-hmm. awesome um i don't know where i was going with that um totally lost my i got all excited about god of war need to go play that game again um i think it's okay to do something different from your competition, but when you lean completely into it, um, I just, I made the comparison to Nintendo earlier. Uh, I just think that's what's happening here. You lean so far into something that um, you kind of lose the interest of the rest of the gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you get this weird niche uh, group of people instead of, you know, being for everybody. Uh, Xbox has done an amazing job of being the console for, for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then real quick before we move on, I wanted to add that Days Gone 2 was supposedly going to be a shared universe, like, co-op game, which I think, having sounds played cool. the first one, uh, it sounds like it would be really neat. Uh, that would be a cool concept. So, um, And it's also free on PlayStation Plus right now for anybody that has not played Days Ooh. Gone. It's actually a pretty decent game. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it for gaming. Awesome. Uh. We'll get into movies. LJ, I think you're the only one that watched a movie. Carry us, LJ. Carry us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I did because I got home from work earlier today after getting my second vaccine <laughs> shot. And I was like, you know what? I should probably watch a movie just in case. Um, Our lives I'm, have been busy, man. Yeah. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm, I'm there, too. <laughs> um, so what I did watch was Lupin the Third, The Castle of Cogliostro. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, that... Lupin the Third is sounds uh, intense. it's what I said. It sounds intense. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
so it Lupin the Third is an anime, very old anime, um, and this was uh, Hayao Miyazaki's directorial debut for animation, which is oh, really cool. Wow. This is on wow. Netflix. Um, okay. So it, it's pretty good. It's basically it's about this thief and or this group of thieves, and it's almost like a kind of reverse like James Bond kind of deal to me because they always have some kind of guns some kind of like gadgets like he's it's very much that type of character um i watched the uh the original show a couple days ago actually i watched an episode or two but uh, it's it's pretty fun uh miyazaki turns this character who's supposed to be this uh like serious like criminal thief into this like kind of silly like uh hero that kind of doesn't really want to be a hero kind of kind of a guy and uh, he's mostly there to pull off a caper, but he but there's a damsel in distress involved and stuff like that. Like it's a really fun like adventure of a movie. And it's only like an hour and thirty minutes, but uh, if you're looking for the early days of Miyazaki, he um, that's his first movie he directed. And I found out that he uh, actually worked on the animation for the show, so it was kind of like a thing like oh like they gave him the reins to kind of do a movie, which is cool. Yeah, cool. Um, I've also there go ahead. a new one. Yeah, so I watched this because I wanted to watch... They did a CGI movie recently. Yeah, that's what I've heard. That's where it, I've heard of it first. Yeah. I saw, like, trailers for it going around. I'm like, hmm, what's this? It looks cool. Yeah. I, I've always kind of had a weird, like, fascination with this show. Like, it's something I never seriously watched, but I always loved the vibe of it and, like, the old school nature of it. And so that CGI movie, it's out already. I think that's out on Vudu. And, like, it's okay. one of those movies I'm like, I should probably rent it. Um, but I just haven't yet, and so I was like, I kind of wanted to like see some of the original material before I watched that movie. So I think I'll be watching that movie next. But uh, cool. yeah, yeah, it's got a lot of his. That anime's got a lot of history. So yeah, that's Sweet. what I watched. Sweet. Well, Shelly, what movies will be be watching in the future? Yeah, so it's gonna be it's it's really funny. So I'm gonna be talking about some Netflix news and some HBO Max news, but I swear it's about movies. That's just COVID, okay? That's just what happens. Everything is freaking Netflix now, or, or HBO Max. We'll talk about it. So, yeah. um, first of all, Netflix actually um, has acquired a lot of rights to Sony Films in the sense that Fireman's films specifically. So once those are done in their theaters, uh, you would think maybe, oh, Spider-Man's MCU now. That's going to go to DC Plus. Wrong. Right. It's still oh. Sony. It's going to go to Netflix instead. Yeah. That just seems so petty of them. Spider-Man specifically. Uh, this sounds like an evolution of what their deal with stars was, because we never saw Spider-Man or anything like that on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or, or any other of these digital like distributors, like as far as like free-to-watch kind of stuff. So I guess... I don't know if Netflix came to them and said like, "Hey, what stars paying you, or what are you paying stars?" Like we can, you know, we we, we have a sweeter deal. So, um, yeah, it, I think I saw Morbius is going to be the first movie to honor this, which is cool. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And I th- and I think that it it's one of those things where it's like this they'll come up after theaters, right? Kind of like it's not like the whole right. HBO Max. Yeah, it won't be. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Cool. Uh, anyway, so that's the first Netflix news. We got some more Netflix news, actually. Probably even bigger. Might be more interested in. Um, they're making a live-action Gundam movie. Yes. Which, yeah. Like, 
honestly, especially Netflix trying to make anime live action movies has been terrible. A lot of freaking anime movies are terrible. But I feel like Gundam, I feel like they can make it work. I feel like it's something that's possible at the very least. If so, it is a straight to Netflix movie. Right. I so they're working they're working with Legendary. So that's yes. also right. big. Yeah. Um so it's not I mean and the other thing with this too is in if you have listened to the podcast for a while you might remember this and even if you have and you don't remember this that's also fine. That's okay. But um, we talked a bit ago about how Netflix wants to try to push for more theatrical releases. They want to sort of yeah. get into that industry a little bit. And mm. Amazon was very sort of similar too. They already, I think, have put stuff out in the theaters before. But um, if this is one of be, those. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, it'd be super interesting if it's like a, just, you know, it's a legendary movie. Um, it is straight up. They're going to put money into it because of that. And so mm. if they put it into theaters, like, that'd be pretty hype. Um, mm-hmm. But... At the same time, I don't want to, like, get my hopes up too much because every single anime movie has just been <laughs> trash. I, I, I feel like with Legendary anime Pictures, I have yeah. faith that it'll be decent because Legendary has been doing stuff like the MonsterVerse and Pacific Rim as it is. And I'm like, well, you basically did the thing without doing the thing. So, like... We've already had piloted mix. You can do it again. Yeah, yeah. And the comparison I made when we were talking about this earlier is kind of like when... Um, Larian Studios was doing that Divi- Div- Divinity series for video games, and then Wizards of the Coast hit them up, and they're like, hey, this is pretty close, uh, so why don't you just do the new Baldur's Gate for us? So right. I, it's it's a very similar like concept to me. It's like now you're, you've hit the big time because you have the license. So I'm excited for it. It could easily be ruined, though. Cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it could be really good. I hope so. I always, every time something like this comes up where it's like a live action anime movie or a video game movie, I always hope (laughs) for the best, but I expect the worst all the time. Monster Hunter. Oh my gosh, don't even (laughs) Okay, let's move on. Um, so... Finally, uh, there's been definitely a trend with uh, at least HBO Max and also Disney Plus to sort of have um, theatrical releases alongside the streaming service release. And that totally makes sense because of COVID. Not a lot of people um, can go to theaters right now or even want to go to theaters if they had the option. So it does make sense to be able to release things sort of on the same time frame. Um, so if people want to like pay, pay a premium, watch at home, they can. Um, but HBO Max and Roar Movies... Basically, Warren Movies had made an executive decision that they're going to stick with theaters um, and eventually transition their movies into HBO Max, but it won't be a simultaneous thing. And that's going to kick in 2022. So, like, this year will be sort of the last of that for them, specifically. So that um, includes the Batman. So that's the uh, Robert Pattinson Batman movie that yeah. we've talked a lot about. So if you're expecting to watch it on HBO Max, you're going to have to wait you're actually gonna have to go to a theater you're probably gonna have to go to theaters if you actually want to watch it right away so cool yep sweet is that yeah all right that's all (laughs) yeah that is all our movies i was like are we missing one we weren't uh we'll get into tv then i did actually watch some tv i watched i finished the rest of pirate kingdom um and i didn't really like it i don't know I watched it also. I mean, it wasn't, like, the worst thing in the world, I guess. Um, 
but I'm not going to recommend it to anybody. Uh, for one, I was really excited about Anne Bonnie because they introduced her in the beginning, I think in the first episode, and uh, no payoff. Like, you kind of get little bits and pieces about her story, but she's like one of the coolest pirates ever, and they didn't talk about her. And then all the nudity yeah. and stuff. Uh, that's throughout the whole show. It just... Dang. Uh, it's weird. And also, uh, apparently... They're not spoilers, it's history. Um, Blackbeard has syphilis. Um, so they showed that in great detail, and I was just like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it was like... Uh, that's awkward. Yeah, they don't have to... So much about that show was unnecessary. Um, like I said, it, it was missing some things that on certain characters that I would have liked to know a lot more it about. It was trying to be edgy. Yeah. It didn't hit the mark. <laughs> um, but something that did hit the mark on being edgy... Uh, I watched Invincible. LJ. Yes. Yeah, I've only watched the first episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because, um, for those who don't know, the show is kind of known for, uh, it, it's very dark, it's very gruesome, uh, violent. It's, it's kind of like, it's not as bad as The Boys, and it's animated. But it's kind of on par a little bit, I feel like. with. In some um, ways, yeah. It's almost yeah. as, like, crooked, kind of. Right, uh, but what's really weird is the first episode really doesn't showcase that much. Like everything feels a little tilt until off the tilt end. Kilter, yeah, and then the end of the episode, they're like, "Oh, by the way, this is this kind of show." <laughs> like it almost felt like I was watching like a Justice League show. Yeah. Um, until that end, they were just like rip it from underneath you. Um, one thing that it was doing that I kind of enjoyed um, is I kept cringing. Um, there would be these moments they would set up, um, uh, and it would look like something terrible was going to happen. Yeah. I didn't know that would happen. Um, I guess the, the silliest part of that, um, and less spoilers is, uh, he's throwing a trash bag away and the trash bag is ripped. And so you're like, uh, oh, trash is going to go everywhere. And it doesn't, <laughs> he just throws it away. It's totally fine. Yeah. Um, they had that in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. It just like, it does little things like that throughout the entire episode um i guess to kind of like trick you and then and then they just let loose at the the end of that episode oh yeah Uh, (laughs) so i'm very confused uh (laughs) but in a good way i'm very interested to to see more uh but kind of be prepared for that because if you watch that episode you may think oh this doesn't look that bad this doesn't look that violent um and then it's going to get twisted on you uh quickly yeah when, you get uncomfortable first... vibes all through this throughout the episode, but yeah, nothing like the ending. I, I was gonna say I, I think I misinformed the first time I mentioned the episode because I thought the whole season was out. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. What what they did was they released the first three episodes and then it's weekly. So okay, cool. Yeah, sweet. I will. I'll be watching more. So far, I've uh, I've enjoyed it. It's uh, good. I, I think you'll like it. Yeah, I I'm kind of. Like, I, I enjoyed The Boys, and I know a lot of people, uh, especially within the Christian world, um, think that can be a little bit too much. Um, yeah. That's also very dark and very twisted. Um, but I'm a terrible person, so. <laughs> I'll openly admit that I need Jesus. Um, <laughs> we can... Oh, wait, what else have you guys been watching? Um, uh, let's go with Shelly. I want to hear her talk about... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finished Cobra Kai. Well, finish as if right now. There's going to be a season four, supposedly, but there's only three yes. seasons. 
They're right now, I'll finish that. Be. And I see I'm stuff everywhere. Yeah, I uh, I'm trying to not be super spoilery as I talk about it, but I I really really loved the first season, ten out of ten mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, season two is pretty good. I really didn't like season three until the finale. Okay. Um, I think it got a little bit too much. It turned a little bit more like CW than I was wanting <laughs> it to. That just is what happens. It's it's like things yeah. are just a little over the top, and I'm like, Ugh. like once you go back to the basics, though, which I would argue that's sort of what season three by the end of it was sort of going to was like breaking yeah. back to the basics. Yeah. That. I really appreciate it. I also really respect the fact that they acknowledge that multiple Karate Kid movies exist. Yeah. Like, they could have just forgot the sequels because they were trash. But they didn't. And they implemented it into the story. And they're like, no, this is important. The third one is kind of trash. The second one I thought was good. Honestly, okay. I really I like the either. second one. It's my favorite. I just okay, cool. I I should watch the second <laughs> one. I you should. All I know is I I looked up Rotten Tomatoes freaking reviews on it, and they're just like, oh, it's trash. So I wasn't sure. Third but one's maybe not great. Like and then there's a fourth one, um, where really? oh yeah, yeah, where Miyagi or uh, what is his, what's his name? The car salesman, Johnny. No, Danny. Danny. Right. You mean the protagonist? Maruso. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not in Karate Kid Four. Um, I can't remember what it's called either. I don't think, oh. I think it's the next Karate Kid. Um, yeah. Miyagi's in it. And I haven't, I don't remember what it is in the show, but apparently they have like acknowledged that movie as well. Really? Ways. And of course I wouldn't have noticed because like, right. I do appreciate that they do put a lot of flashbacks that are important. Mm-hmm. So they don't just yeah. like, not only do they, they acknowledge the, those movies, they acknowledge all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do. And another cool um, fact about that is I'm geeking out. I would love this show so much. Uh, some of the fight scenes that you're seeing as flashbacks were uh, specifically with the fight uh, between yeah. Larusso and Johnny. Um, are It's not footage from the movie. It's footage that they had filmed for the movie that they didn't use. So you get mm-hmm. different angles of the fight that you haven't seen from the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So cool. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I appreciate that not only do they, they they acknowledge it, but they do it in a way that they're like, "Hey, you probably didn't watch these movies. Here's a clip scene, or if you did, like, here's a reminder." Like, I think the right. flashback sequences are actually really helpful yeah. because they'll be like, "Look at this character," and I'm like, "Am I supposed to know who this person is?" And then they do a flashback, and I'm like, "Oh, perfect! I know who this person is now. Like, this is great." Um, and then I can just watch the rest of the show and be fine. Um, like, I can understand it's probably gonna be really confusing if you just straight up start watching Cobra Kai without watching the first movie, but I do appreciate that you don't have to watch the other ones, and, but I feel like if I were to watch, like, two and three, I would gain something from it. You should definitely watch two, at the very least. Yeah. So that's really cool. Like, I do respect the show a lot, it's just, man, sometimes it got way (laughs) too predictable, way too predictable, and I'm like... I, yeah, it was just a little too much for me. We were, were, Daniel and I were just, like, making jokes about it the whole time (laughs) at at some points. But I, especially with how season three finale went, I am excited to watch a season four. I'll still watch a season four. Um, And overall, it's still way better than I thought it was going to be. So, yeah, definitely. You could say I'm a fan of Cobra Kai. Overall, I definitely am. Also, it's so funny. I don't remember Johnny's uh, actor's name. 
But Daniel and I were looking him up and he literally just acts the same way and looks and talks the same way in real life. Just the actor does. It's so <laughs> funny. I'm just like, well, Johnny in the flesh, probably less of a yeah. jerk. Hopefully I would think less of a jerk, but it's so funny. Like we were listening to an interview with him and he's just like wearing like the same outfits and talking the same <laughs> way. And um, anyway, I just thought that was really cool. That made me really happy. <laughs> well, that's awesome. The guy that plays Kreese seems like a genuinely nice guy. And it's really weird from what I've seen of him. And I'm like, you're not evil. Um, They're setting up in season four the introduction of uh, someone who I don't want to give too much away. um, But he's from the other movies, obviously. Um, And he's like this really ridiculous, very comic book-y character in the movie. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how that all goes. Because Mm -hmm. everything seems relatively grounded in reality they like put these ridiculous situations but there are things that happen that are like what if this was actually happening how what would be the consequences yeah of this ridiculous premise it's kind of been the premise i don't know i love that show i did yeah, not expect to be so excited about it <clears throat> lj's just over here going told you so yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, I'm happy that we all watched it like it was one of those <laughs> things where it's i never expected it so i was totally cool with just geeking out about it completely like all by myself i'm like i'm gonna just be over here and like this show and then now we've all watched it i think it's so cool (laughs) yeah and then uh we really can't talk much about um falcon and the winter soldier nope we can't say a word at this point (laughs) the only thing i think i'm willing to say is that wyatt russell uh the actor that's playing like the new Captain America, John uh, Walker. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely smashing performance. Oh, so. <laughs> you know uh, what zing. I want? So this is not spoilery. Um, I've seen there was there was like a thread on Twitter or something where I saw like a picture of him from like four different angles and he legitimately looked like a different person in every yes, angle. Yes, I saw that. And I'm that. like, huh. how is this happening? Like when I'm watching the show, I'm like, is this the same actor? I don't know why. Something about his face. <laughs> I've seen and, that meme on like Facebook or something. Yeah, huh. and I don't I don't blame him. He's a great actor, absolutely. But I just didn't know if I was alone that. <laughs> I'm like, wait, why is this... He's really kind of sold the show for me. He's doing... That shows his range, though, I guess. Yeah. You know? Like, he's... Yeah. He's good. <laughs> all right. That's all we could say. Yeah. Go watch it. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely a must-watch. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, we will get into... Or, wait. Uh, what else have we watched? Um, all over aside the place from, Aside from other things I can't talk about, like Game Changers, like Mighty Ducks, like... I don't want to spoil anything there. I don't want to spoil any more Invincible. Uh, I watched... Uh, this is going to seem strange, because it, it does sound strange. Um, that Terminator show, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, that came out, like, over 10 years ago. I think it came out in, like, 2007. Um, and I've heard some people say that it's actually good. And I, I watched it on Hulu. And I looked up, I'm like... The premise sounds dumb because uh, what's what's the uh, the girl from Firefly Summer Summer Glau Summer Glau however you however you say her remember. name um, so she's actually a Terminator which okay. is weird this little the, so like she was in like high school at the time or at least her character was supposed to be 
And so it's it takes place after Terminator 2. So it's Sarah Connor and John Connor. And so the actor and actresses are only like 14 years apart. So it seems awkward that it's supposed to be like mother and son. Because it's like she would have had him when she was 14 basically. If, uh, <laughs> if, if they were going by that which is weird. Um, but it's actually a good show. It's got like high scores on Rotten Tomatoes and stuff which threw me off. And I was like, there's no way this can possibly be good. And <laughs> I'm a couple episodes in now, and I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. Because it's expanding the lore and the world of Terminator in a way that's actually very interesting. And I'm like, okay, the actors you chose are a little awkward. It makes things a little weird. But I'm kind of forgiving that for the expanding of the universe that's actually been pretty good so far. So it's... It's still super weird to me, but I'm, I just I, I don't understand how this can actually be good, be good still. But um, there was only two seasons, so it might be one of those things where it's like almost like a Firefly thing, where it was like people enjoyed it and then it got canceled. So I, I don't know, but it's I was very surprised. I'm like, this is actually worth watching so far. Nice, yeah. So uh, when I watch more of that, I'll report back. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Cool. Alright. Well, we'll get into the TV news then. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, I really want to talk about it for some reason, is this Powerpuff Girls show. I thought it was a movie. It's a, a mo- show coming to CW. <laughs> uh, Ugh, it's... it's just the worst combo! <laughs> yeah. No! <laughs> Tom Kenny is coming back as a narrator, so we got that going for it, I guess. Um, that was the most exciting part to me. <laughs> yeah, it's SpongeBob. Uh, he's also, like I said, the original narrator. I'm trying to look for the cast. It's got uh, she plays Quake, Daisy, and uh, Agents of Shield in it. Um, Chloe Bennett. Yeah, Chloe Bennett. That's her name. Uh, Dove Cameron is Bubbles, and Yana Peralt as Buttercup. Uh, and the ads that we've seen so far, like the poster, didn't look terrible terrible uh it looks like cw nonsense that they do uh i just nah. what's the archie thing riverdale trash riverdale yeah I hate riverdale trash I, it I, looks I, very riverdale but they have this. these set pieces these like behind the scenes you want set photos uh and they're literally in i guess comic book accurate tv show accurate outfits they're wearing uh, like the same dresses. They're wearing yeah. the same outfits. They look like in the, a in the play. cartoonish way, right? Like yeah. it's literally yeah. like the cartoon dress. It's not like, yeah, it looks like they're wearing costumes for a Halloween party. It's <laughs> what if kids in elementary school were putting on a play about the Powerpuff Girls? It's what they would be wearing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't even want to say bad cosplay because that's rude to cosplayers. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, bad Halloween costume that you got at Walmart because Spirit wouldn't do do you that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Spirit would yeah. get the better Powerpuff Girls costumes. It's bad, is what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know what this show is supposed to supposed to be. I thought it was like, especially seeing those outfits. I thought it was going to be a. Like a movie, like I said, I thought it was going to be kind of like Kim Possible on Disney Channel or the Ben 10 movie. You know what? Was on... I would actually be okay with that. 
like a kid's thing that's not good, but I'd rather right. have that than ruin my childhood. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't because that's what I don't understand do why in. this is. It's yeah. nostalgia. It's literally that they're like, but here's it's... this thing that a lot of people grew up with. We want to make money, and we're gonna make it all adult because they're mature now. That's all it is. I brought this up yeah. in the podcast. Uh, CW, get at me or uh, Warner Bros. Not CW. I don't want CW part of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, a movie where you have a scientist the scientist for the powerpuff girls is trying to make three daughters because that was like the whole thing is he's trying to make these three little girls that could be he could adopt um but they turn out so it's like live action but they turn out to be weird cartoon bubble-eyed like straight up from the cartoon powerpuff girls all right and he's like i've made these monstrosities <laughs> How on earth did I make cartoon voice actors back? Yeah, it would be so cool. And then they fight a hyper realistic Mojo Jojo. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they already have the tech for Gorilla Grog, so they could just do a Mojo Jojo. Yeah, I would be. That would be so good. I would love that. Or they get Andy Serkis to be Mojo Jojo. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. He'd be great, actually. He's already done it. Would be really good. I could imagine him being amazing as Mojo Jojo. Um, Alright, so that's what I want. If if you (laughs) ever want to know what, like, nostalgia needs, you just get at me and I'll I'll let you know how to do this right. You're welcome. This is the kind of stuff that, like, it makes me think of, like, Cobra Kai. Like, it, it, you know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, there's no reason stuff like Cobra Kai or Mighty Ducks Game Changers should be as good as it is. And then on the flip side, you got stuff like this that just sounds terrible. Yeah, I will say, I will give the trailer a chance. Like, I'm going to watch the trailer, and I'll make a more um, educated uh, opinion on it then. (laughs) But as of right right now, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Powerpuff Girls need to come and save the day from these directors, is what needs to happen. (laughs) Okay. We can move on. The cartoon. Uh, hey, CW, Stephen Amell. Uh, that's character <laughs> because Stephen Amell played the Arrow in the CW show. Um, he's been making a wrestling drama uh, that just wrapped filming. I kind of forgot what it was called. It's called Heels. Heels? Oh, it's called Heels. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that was in the works. It's it's done. I think it's based on a true story, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me. Yeah, it looks like a. I think I saw the description was based on like a small like promotion, like a small family of of like uh that runs a wrestling promotion or whatever i i threw this in there not only because tv news was kind of weak aside from the powerpuff girls thing but i figured i was like it's just kind of cool to see him in other stuff other than arrow so i was like you know what this this can get thrown in here and this will be a tv show as well yeah um so that's cool Mm -hmm. Uh, i then probably the coolest news probably should have started with this but i wanted to end on a high (laughs) note Oscar right. Isaac, we all know, is playing Moon Knight. Uh, yes. He has been releasing videos of his, like, fighting. It's not choreography. It's really just kind of the training. Like training. Yeah. So he knows how to do the moves, and then they will probably put that into choreography later on. Um, but right now it's just, are you capable of doing these kicks and flips and stuff? And, oh, my goodness, I would not mess with this guy. Um, yeah. He is crazy with a knife. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Terrifying. Terrifying human being. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I go ahead. I put I put this in here because so 
around the time I actually started reading the comic recently, and I talked about it a couple weeks ago when you were on. Uh, he, there was already videos going around, but this one in particular caught my eye because I'm like, oh, we need to talk about this. Um, I'm excited for the show after reading the comic. I don't know, like, the comic is dark, so I don't know how far Disney Plus is going to go. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm interested in the show. I'm interested in seeing him in something besides Star Wars, because that's really all I know yes, from too. Yes, that too. Yes, that too. I'm And after reading the comic, I'm also like, okay, yeah, this is great casting cool mm-hmm. excited for it all right that is where we will end the podcast then you guys geeking out about anything else this week not really no <laughs> pretty boring uh. honestly <laughs> <laughs> well shelly where can they find you at you can find me on twitch streaming omori as i already talked about but you can find me on tuesday nights so that's twitch.tv slash season of grace you can also find me on twitter at the shell shock 24 cool lj you can find me on Twitter and actually kind of everywhere on social media at WarHeroLJ. And you can find me streaming on Friday nights, uh, twitch.tv slash geeksundergrace. Cool. You can find me on Instagram at Cody Armor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye, y'all. Peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you for listening. It's on.